Well, it's good to be um, in this geology session as a, as a biologist. I think that um, many of the issues that we, um, that we uh, deal with are very much the same issues. And we, we uh, of course, deal with the age of the earth and issues related to that at Biologos. And, um, and what I want to talk about uh, today is um, a, one of the um, areas that we have ha we focused on at Biologos. Um, so at, at Biologos, and specifically teacher workshops. So at Biologos, there's several, several different to how we hope to engage the church on the issue of, uh, on the issue of science and the Christian faith. Uh, one of them is uh, through the website itself, which is thereby uh, an outreach for the general public. The second one is um, for leaders of evangelical Christianity, and we have an annual conference um, uh, workshop of um, various leaders of um, from science, evangelical scientists, evangelical theologians, and then a group of pastors that meet together. And that, especially the pastors, rotate a little bit from year to year, trying to address the issues from a pastoral perspective. Um, and so that's a that's a, been a very important part, actually, of, of Biologos's work is engaging leaders of uh, evangelical Christianity. Uh, thirdly, we have a program that's actually just now especially expanding a uh, program to increase the network of individuals who are concerned about this issue of Christian faith to supplement actually what's being done here at, at ASA. And so that's a, a grants program, Evolution Christian Faith. We've uh, just been soliciting proposals, just have the pre-proposals in at this point in time. But the purpose of that is to, is to grow uh, a network of individuals who are, um, of scholars, who are addressing and uh, the issue of science and faith. Um, and the fourth one, which is really, really important to us, and that is to influence those who influence the next generation and to engage those who influence the next generation, which we perceive to be teachers, science teachers in Christian schools. And so for um, three summers now, we've had uh, a workshop for teachers in Christ science teachers in Christian schools. And, uh, and it's been a, a very fulfilling experience, perhaps um, uh, for me personally, uh, among the most fulfilling experiences that I've ever been engaged in professionally. So just to put that into perspective a little bit um, as to why I think this is so important, why we think this is so important. We're in a situation today, which in many ways is, and I think sometimes we don't really quite appreciate the significance of it. I need to remind myself of it regularly. And that is that in, in a way for evangelical conservative uh, Christianity, um, in, in some ways we need to recognize that this is, that we're in a crisis of the sort that, um, uh, is as great a crisis as the church has had for the last 500 years. And here's what I mean by that. So we have, um, we, we recently just did a survey. We're still in the process of completing all of the data um, with David Kinneman, the president of the Barna Group, who um, surveyed about 600 Protestant pastors. And, uh, and so in that survey, he um, was able to uh, determine the position of various pastors um, throughout Protestant ranks, including mainline Protestant, uh, with respect to issues such as the age of the earth and, um, and evolution. And what he determined, what he found was that over half of Protestant pastors, and that includes mainline pastors um, in the survey as a whole, uh, would subscribe to a view that the earth is 6,000 years old, 
or or so, and um, and that the and that um, all of life was created within the within six 24-hour days. So that's a very significant number of um, of the leaders. Then uh, this is pastors of Protestant Christianity, and of course, it, depending that's Protestants in general. And then it goes up considerably if we. Um, Look at the data as it relates to those who would define themselves as as evangelical, and so um, to be in a situation like that where you have uh, that which um, we all uh, love deeply, all of us here, I'm sure, and that is uh, Christianity, our our life with Christ, and the body of Christ. On the one hand, um, as scientists, um, I, I imagine almost all of us in this room would recognize that the data is absolutely overwhelming, that the, there, there's no question that the Earth is not uh, 6,000 years old, that it's billions of years old, and furthermore, the universe is also um, uh, billions of years old as well. So to have that which we love, a very significant number of uh, people gathered together as a body, and they're all representing a view, or I mean, not all, but a significant number of them are uh, would hold to a view which is so out of touch, I guess I would say, with that which has emerged so clearly from sci- from from the scientific investigations over the last couple of hundred years, uh, is, is a deeply grieving. I mean, there's reason to grieve over that situation, uh, I think, and uh, and yet at the same time, there's this need to recognize that the answer to it. Is is very difficult. Um, that being able to address this is a, it's not something which you can just sort of snap your fingers and say, well, here's how you do it. Here's how things change. That which we love so much, we just we can bring them together, and we won't be in that situation anymore. And the reason why it's complex, and the reason why it's not going to happen over over a long period of time, still um, that the change that that certainly I wish would would love to see happen at some point soon um, is um, are, are very interesting it's it's a, it's a, it's a it's a complex question and an extremely interesting interesting challenge and interesting interesting problem and 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 I think it's pretty straightforward when you stop and think about it as to how this can happen how we could be in this situation that we are that the church is in this what I think is a crisis situation um, how could it happen? Well, the fact is that um, that we evangelicals, um, those of us who are evangelicals that are that are in the room, we um, we live in a world that science can't investigate really, and we 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 believe things that um, are well outside of the realm of science and. Uh, and we hold to them as being pretty central to our lives. And uh, I mean, we we believe that Lazarus was raised raised from the dead, and 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 uh, and, and Jairus's daughter was raised from the dead, and Jesus himself was raised from the dead. Well, that's not a, I mean, that, that's something which um, is not something that science can investigate. Although some scientists think they can and they can say, but but we believe it. We believe it's true. We believe that. Um, at the words of Jesus, um, when there was this terrific storm on the Sea of Galilee, and Jesus simply said, um, "Peace, be still," that the uh, that the winds um, stopped, 
and, uh, and obeyed the command of Jesus, that Jesus had control uh, over nature and that there was a miracle that took place at that. I mean, we, we believe that even though it doesn't, it's not something you can investigate scientifically. We believe in like evil spirits that were in that man that, um, that was um, in the graveyard and, uh, and when everybody was scared of him and, uh, and that Jesus took those, at the command of Jesus, the evil spirits went into the pigs and they ran down into the lake. Those are things that we believe and we can't study them scientifically. And we believe that that woman that just touched the hem of Jesus' garment, hemorrhaging as she was for 12 years, was healed. Those are things that we believe. We believe that, and they can't be investigated by science. Um, we believe that, um, that, that the Holy Spirit is in this room. Um, in this, we, we, you can't measure the Holy Spirit. You can't do some sort of experiment with a, like you can do with a um, Hadron Collider where you measure the presence and can demonstrate scientifically. But we believe that um, when two or three are gathered together in um, Jesus' name, there he is um, through his Spirit in the midst of them. Those are things that we believe. And we all believe them. Um, and... Uh, we believe in a God that can um, answer, hear and answer prayers of millions of people all praying at the same time. How can you study that scientifically? Um, and yet we believe that. So, um, and, and then of course we believe in that we're never going to die. We're just going to live on and on and on. So when you, when you, and those are things that cannot be analyzed at the scientific level. So when, you, when we all believe um, those kinds of things, then it's not too hard to believe that the earth is 6,000 years old and that God created in 620. I mean, that's, in some ways, that's easier than some of the other things that we believe. And, and so, uh, and, and, and then furthermore, um, the, the evidence, which we know is strong, because this is something we can investigate scientifically. Those other th things that I talked about are, some, are things that can't be um, investigated scientifically. But we can, we can investigate the age of the Earth and the age of the universe. And there's all sorts of data that makes it clear that even though we might have thought, many of us might have thought, and many in the churches over the last uh, centuries thought, we now say we now can say well we can study that and we can say that there's other interpretations of scripture based on that and that's because we see the scientific data but for many people first of all the data is arcane and uh, and uh, highly specialized knowledge and there's reasons to be skeptical um, about who's doing the studies anyways at least for people who have never hardly met a scientist and uh, all they read about is people like Richard Dawkins, and they say, "I'm not going to trust that person," and uh, and I'm not going to trust that trust science, science science in general. And since I and and maybe even unconsciously, since I already already believe all these other things, and it's not hard for me to say that God could create in six 24-hour days, and why would I want to listen to those people I can't trust anyways? So that's why the issue is, is complex. We can measure. We can be reasonably certain, virtually, of course, almost, not quite, but almost 100% certain that, um, that the universe is um, over 13 billion years old and the Earth is in the neighborhood of 4.5 billion years old, and we can be almost certain of that. But 
we also must understand that there's some good reasons for people, once they believe all the things that we believe, to be a little skeptical uh, of that which we know uh, from our scientific backgrounds. All right, so what I'm interested in, and a number of people that I have the privilege of working with, is how to address that issue in a way that makes a difference, that really does help the church to come to grips with it. And so um, with that in mind, we are interested in working with teachers in Christian schools, science teachers in Christian schools, um, and what we, many of whom believe in a young earth and uh, as they start the program. And, uh, and if they don't, most of the, many of them would believe uh, in macroevolution, would not believe in macroevolution, even if they believe the earth is old. Um, and so we bring them together and uh, we, we, we talk with them for a period of time. Now, the one thing that I've learned, I learned a lot of things. One of the more important things that I've learned over these um, years of um, uh, the, the three years, three summers that we've been involved in this program is um, is that these people that I get to work with, the teachers that, 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 um, that are in our program, um, it's true they don't have the age of the earth in many cases quite right. They're off by many orders of magnitude. Um, and also um, some issues associated with the um, with age of the universe and, uh, and some other factors. But but they have a lot of other things really right. And so it's been such a tremendous privilege to be with these people um, who, although they may not have the, the science quite right, um, I, I learn from them about things that are more important than the science. Um, I learn from them things related to the kinds of things that Paul speaks about in 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Corinthians 1, where he talks about what real wisdom is. And I, wa I get to watch the Christian community of these people that uh, love, um, love, the Christ love their Christian faith and have a personal relationship with God and love um, the, their Lord and love each other in that process as they function as the body of Christ. And um, so... One of the thing, most important things that I've learned in this process is the importance of humility um, as we work with these people. So they can't be, as we think about this one little, this one issue out here, for which there is scientific data and lots and lots of it, but then there's this whole package for which there isn't scientific data and we're all on the same page with respect to the, the rest of the packet. Of course, we come from all different denominations, which means we all have different varieties of what we believe, but nonetheless, on the whole, are on the same page and everything else. And um, so what, we, what I have learned in this process is that it begins then with a sense of humility with respect to learning from each other. And it can't be a situation of, okay, uh, you guys, here, here you are um, as, as you come in to get the seminar on biology, and some of it relates to age of the earth, some of it relates to uh, evolution. Um, and so you're gonna, we're going to teach you and you're going to learn. Um, that, that wouldn't work. Um, for sure that would not work. And, uh, and for sure it's not the right approach regardless of whether it works or not, because, um, because I have every bit as much to learn from them as they have to learn from me. 
And, uh, and so um, the approach then is, and, and the approach is an interesting, uh, needs to become an interesting challenge. Let me just see, I want to make sure I'm where, where I know where I am on my notes. All right, so a little, a little issue as to why, why, why this is so important, which I haven't mentioned yet. We all know why it's so important, but let me just emphasize it. So, so it is really important to us that we, I mean, although these, although these teachers, science teachers in Christian school have a very different perspective, and even though they have what is really the most important wisdom of all, as I see it, as I, as I learn from them. Nonetheless, the task remains extremely important because they have this world that they have built in a way, which because of the, of the whole package, they have this world that they built which in a way constructs its own science and teaches that science to high school-aged kids and, and, and kids even younger than that. And they're teaching them this. And my concern is, and our concern, all of us, and probably all of us in this room, uh, almost, are concerned that when their young people go out and leave that sheltered environment with this whole different science and showing how the science is flawed and so on, uh, it's pretty hard for them to put it together again in a number of cases. We know that by personal experience. Probably, probably a number of us know that. By, so if this is wrong after all, if what I was told about this new science overall is wrong, then I'm just going to, I guess the whole package must be wrong. And they don't have anybody in many cases to help them put it together when they find that that one science is wrong. In a, in a sense, it's a matter then. In a number of cases, I realize not all cases, of course, there are people who put it together, but there's plenty that, that aren't able to put it together. And the other thing, of course, and this is why it's so important, um, the other thing, of course, is that there's people on the outside saying, so uh, I know what the scientific data says. And if the Christians all think such and such, then there's no way I'm coming in. I've got to stay out there, outside, on the outside, and and stay on the outside, and I can't consider the Christian life. So, deep, deep problem, deep concerns, and very complex issue. All right. So, we decided, um, and we being um, a, a whole set of people, um, by no means is this. Um, myself or even the Biologos team. Um, there, there's a number of faculty here at Point Loma that played a, a key role in putting it together. April Maskowitz is here. Kerry Fulcher is um, our provost. He's not here. Uh, Diane Anderson is a faculty member in the program. And there's a whole set of others. Um, uh, I could just keep on uh, giving names uh, of people that together worked out this program. And... Um, <laughs> And so, three key components. One is we we want to build community. We are working through an issue which is extremely complex. Purpose and meaning life and of life is built into all of this. We need to be a community. And so, component number one is if we're going to make any progress at all with teach with with a group of teachers in Christian schools who um, have positions of the sort we've been talking about. We need to be a community. And so we, we, um, we're together for two summers, one week each summer for two summers. And we are together, at least some of the faculty are involved in teaching, uh, communicating with them on an online basis throughout the academic year. So becoming a community. Secondly, 
We need to center on that which we all have in common. There's a lot of uneasiness knowing what biologos holds, the position biologos holds, knowing the position clearly we identify at the beginning. Here's, the, here's how the faculty at Point Loma that are teaching in the program think. We, we don't all think the same way, and we, but there's one thing we all think the same way about, and that is we all worship the same God. We all celebrate the majesty of creation, and we can all do that together. And so a very, very important part of this is worship has to be included. Thirdly, um, we bring in the science. But it can't be like a lecture or, or even a class on, so here's the evidence for evolution. Um, that's too much to get all at once. It's not fair. Um, it's important that it be seen in the context of some aspect. So uh, Carrie Fulcher and I teach developmental biology, and uh, Diane Anderson and April Maskowitz teach um, biodiversity. And evolution comes in along the way. You can't talk about developmental biology in the mainstream biological sense without bringing in some evolution along the way. Of course, the same, same, same thing is true for biodiversity. So it's a professional development thing, and it's built around the science, but it's built around professional development and, and addressing the issues of evolution in ways that are new to them in, in, in many cases and discussing them in community. So those are the three components um, uh, that's, that are associated with, um, with the program as a whole. Community and the significance of being a community. Two, founded on worship. And three, um, um, science, some science topic that hinges, that touches on uh, evolutionary issues along the way, in our case, in, the, in, in, in biology. So um, how do we proceed? Um, we send out, first of all, um, it's not easy to get people to come to something that's sponsored by Biologos if they're at a school that's a younger school. And so it requires quite a lot of advertising, basically, or quite a lot of notifications. What we do is we just send out letters to all the email addresses we can get for a whole set of schools. And it's from um, throughout regions of the country, not the whole country, but regions of the country. We send out about six or 700 letters uh, that go to each one of the various schools. And we ask them to forward them to their teachers if they would be willing to do so. And then we say afterwards, so if we tell them about the program. We tell them to be sure to check the Biologos website. And we tell them we do everything we can to say this, this is a, a program uh, where we hold a particular position. But we think it's important that for the sake of your students that you know the various positions and we're going to tell you about this position, not from the perspective of changing your mind, but so that, because that's not a goal. Um, and we keep telling it, and it's not a goal. If they leave as young earth creationists when it's over with, that's fine. The important thing to us is that they understand the evolutionary creation point of view. And the principals have to sign off uh, on their teacher being a, a part of the program so the principal also knows. So. Um, working really hard on recruiting, we have a magnificent person, Leanne Elizondo, who, who heads that up. Um, secondly, um, teachers in Christian schools don't make very much money. And we need, they need a stipend, and it's only fair um, that, that they have a stipend. So we have the funds. Fortunately, we've, uh, we have a wonderful donor, $1,000 stipend for everybody that's there, that's, that's there each, each year, $1,000 first year, $1,000 second year. And we pay their, if they're coming from outside Southern California, we pay their, we pay their way. Really, really important um, that it be possible. Uh, it would never work if we hadn't done that. Uh, it would never work if we hadn't sent out hundreds of letters as well. 
and, and it would never have worked if we hadn't centered on worship. So our worship leader is a person by the name of George Williamson, who's the worship leader for Point Loma Nazarene University. He does a wonderful job, and it's a wonderful sense of celebration uh, that we all have together. Okay. Um, so um, community activities, things that we build together in order to be sure we're functioning as a community. Um, teams of professors, we, do, we, we work as teams. Having a pastor and a theologian that's a part of the program is important. Professional development component is important, and I've mentioned that already. And then bringing in guest speakers. Um, so we bring in Mary Schweitzer, who's a leading dinosaur, um, paleont- leading dinosaur paleontologist, who's an evangelical Christian that used to be Young Earth. Jack Johnson has been a part of our program. Greg Davidson, leading geologist. Uh, Tim Stafford, not a scientist, journalist, has been a part of our program. Testimony is built into it. And so when it's all over with, um, our goal um, is not, as I've mentioned, that they say, okay, I'm now, I now take the evolutionary creation point of view. It's that they understand that there is an evolutionary creation point of view and that these people are Christians too. And for me, one of the biggest markers, the best ones, the examples of success of our program was when this person uh, a year ago came, um, finished two years of the program with his and said, I won't be able to joke about theistic evolution in my classroom anymore. Um, and... Um, and another person um, who says, I'm still a young earth creationist, but I know these people love the Lord. And, uh, and I am grateful for having been a part of this community. And another person said, I will never be the same person again. Uh, I can't be the same person. I now think differently than my husband. I now think differently uh, than, than others in my school. I'll never be the same person again. In the process, we've met with, um, with that particular person, but others like that uh, since then, uh, as, as and I. And, uh, and working through the issues of staying within their schools. I don't know of anybody that left the school. And working respectfully for the parents, the principals, the other teachers, and just knowing themselves that there's another perspective that's viable, and maybe even holding that perspective, but still working in those schools. One can say, one can say, well, 25. I didn't give you the numbers. 25 year number one. Uh, uh, so there's 75 that have gone through the program. One can say, well, it's not very many. How many Christian? How many teachers are science teachers are there in Christian schools? Of course, there's thousands. But it's a big start. And uh, 75. Let's say they impact uh, 50. 50, 70, 50 to 70 uh, students per year, 10 years, 50, 75, that's about 50,000 students um, over a 10-year span, 70, 70 per year, 75 teachers. It, it's a start, and it's an important start. Thanks.